Pay big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big in all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Aw, like we have in Texas, and the chances of that happening are absolutely none. Politicians, as long as politicians have been around, politicians have used your money to buy votes for people who otherwise would not do anything at all, are, are incapable of doing anything. So anyway, uh, they passed about the the the, uh, the debt ceiling. Uh, now you're just going to go deeper into debt as a country, and uh, a bill will never be able to pay. So like I've been telling you, learn how to speak Chinese because they now own more and more of the United States, more and more of our debt, and it continues to grow every day. I am still not convinced that Joe Biden is going to be the Democrat nominee. Did you see him face plant yesterday? Um, this guy can't walk or talk, much less get out on the campaign trail. When the deuce asked him the other day, why haven't you gone out on the campaign trail? When are you going to go out on the campaign trail? And he just laughed and turned around and walked away from him because he's not going out on the campaign trail. It's not going to happen. Now, last time they created this Wuhan flu that gave him the, the the cover he needed to lock himself up in his house and do nothing as far as campaigning was concerned. And when he did, you remember he'd go to a used car lot and have like six cars there with people honking at him. How stupid. This is the United States of America. That's just stupidity. Um, and, and now he's not talked about going to, I think they jungled the, the Democrat stuff around, so now they're starting in South Carolina instead of Iowa, New Hampshire, and all that kind of stuff. But he has no plans on doing that because he can't. He's not physically capable. So, you know, I'm not convinced he's going to be their nominee. They, they keep telling us he's going to be. But he's not physically capable. He's not mentally capable. Yesterday, he's at the Air Force Academy. And, oh, yeah, the media says he tripped over a sandbag. My butt. He keeps falling off of bikes and falling down on airplanes and falling down wherever he is. The man is old. And I'm not picking on him because he's old. I'm trying to defend the United States of America. This is something we all should care about. He's damn fortunate he hadn't broken a hip or something else worse. Old people die from falling. It's just pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic that he's the president of the, the United States and Xi is looking on and Putin's looking on and they're laughing their butts off at us, literally. Because this is what he is supposedly the leader of this country. Obviously, he's not. He's clearly incapable of leading anything, much less the United States of America. So yesterday, he face plants after being totally confused about where to go and where he was. And if you think I'm making this up, feel free to Google it yourself and watch the entire piece of him walking to the stage where he couldn't find the stage. Now, a stage at a graduation event's pretty darn huge. Can't miss it. Couldn't find it. And then once he got on the stage, he didn't know where to go. Some uh, airman had to come over, and she had to walk him over to where he was supposed to stand because he had no idea. And then he tried to sit down. Instead, they introduced him to give the speech, and he sits down.
instead of giving a speech. And then he starts screaming at them. I mean, at the top of his lungs, spit coming out of his mouth and everything, screaming at these cadets as they're graduating. I mean, he's totally gone. Goners. And then he turns to walk across the stage and right on his face. Right on his face. So, no, you don't make fun of it. You don't make light of it. You don't have joy in this. If you've ever had an old person in your life, you know, I did. I remember when my dad started to fall. It's terrible. And yet, these people continue to, and and the the worst one out of all of them, in in my estimation, is Jill for allowing this to happen to her husband in front of God and everybody. All right, let's go to the phones. 210-599-5555. Let's go to line one. Jason, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Friday, Jason. Hey, happy Friday, Trey. Great show. Uh, First thing, the problem what you're doing, Trey, is you're providing facts to the American public. Now, hey, there's one thing I I want the American public to focus on, Joe Biden. The Democrats are very smooth. Now they want to talk about age because they want to poke at Trump. It's not age, and quite honestly, it's not physicality. Remember FDR. It's mental cognitive. So here's the thing. Just like Fetterman, he's young, and he's a big guy. He has no mental acuity. The focus is mental acuity, okay? And that's what they need to look at. But, look, you you know the liberal left's. They like this because they're not letting him run the country. They're running it. They're pulling the puppet strings. And my second point is McCarthy, McCarthy is just a more polished McConnell. He's the new version of McConnell. He sold us out. And there's one thing in the bill that really got to me. 87,000 IRS agents, he only reduced it by 3%. He told us he wasn't going to fund any of them. He caved. Very well said, Jason. Thank you, as always, and have yourself a great weekend. 210-599-5555. All right, Jimmy, let's play a little sound here. First of all, uh, Donald Trump is on the campaign trail. Donald Trump is having rallies. Donald Trump is facing the people. Donald Trump is answering questions from the people and the media. Cut number five, Jimmy. Here is Donald Trump. He did not know that Biden face-planted at the Air Force Academy, but this is the way Donald Trump handled it. He's at the Air Force Academy. He actually fell down? Well, I hope he wasn't hurt. I hope he wasn't hurt. But it's the whole thing is, look, the whole thing is crazy. You got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about that because you don't, you don't want that. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp, you got to t- Now, you remember, the reason he's talking about that is Biden himself, and some people would say karma's a B-word, right? Uh, Because Biden himself gave Donald Trump a hard time about when he was at West Point going down that wet ramp without a handrail, and he took his time to go down. Or every time you turned on CNN and Donald Trump was drinking a glass with two hands. By the way, I've got my Alamo Water Softeners Yeti here with me in my hand, and I use two hands. Here we go. There's two hands where the water right there. Um, that's not unusual. But to CNN and MSNBC, when Donald Trump would do it, oh, my God, he's got dementia, exercise the 25th. They won't even talk about it now. And Donald Trump actually called Sean Hannity. Now, here he is, cut number one, on Hannity's program. Uh, actually, it's a town hall that they did on Fox uh, last night. He actually called Hannity one time and told Sean, don't make fun of Biden's health. Listen to this. Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. I actually called Sean, and I, I asked Sean not to joke about it. I was joking Because he it. used to joke about it. 
And I said, honestly, I don't think it looks good for you or for anybody for you to joke about it because it's a serious problem. I was talking about sippy cup and warm milky at night and yeah. bed, bedtime stories. Yeah. So I said, uh, I just don't think it's good for anybody. And, you know, it's uh, not appropriate. You can speak about it if you want, but you, I don't think you should joke about it. And you really didn't after that. No, it's not a joking matter. It's not a joking matter for Joe, first of all. He's an old man, okay? And uh, he's, he obviously has some senility. I don't know if it's dementia. I don't know if it's Alzheimer's. I don't know, but he has some senility, obviously. We played uh, sound from yesterday of him uh, speaking, and uh, it was pure gibberish that he's saying now. Coming out of his mouth is nothing but gibberish. And yesterday, if you know anything about people with early onset dementia, they can start screaming at people. And he did that yesterday while speaking to the airmen who were the graduates at the at the academy. He starts screaming at them. Um, this is who he is as the president. This is why we need to talk about it. Not to make fun of him, but to say we should never settle for this in the United States of America. We should never settle for the media to ignore it, which is exactly what's happening on the newscast this morning. Now, KABB has been have played one time, played a tape of him falling, and never saw it on KSAT, the other local stations, I have no idea. We should never allow them to ignore this and just brush past the fact that we have a, that a president is incapacitated for office. We should never allow that to happen. Because what that means is people who are unelected and unaccountable to you and me are the ones who are acting in the executive branch here uh, in the United States. We're going to play more from uh, from President Trump from last night, uh, his his town hall with Sean Hannity. I want you to hear it. Feel free to jump in at any time at 210-599-5555. Julie says, love your show. Can you talk a bit about the Paxton impeachment? I think he's great for Texas. Any truth to the charges? TGIF and thanks, Julie. Julie, I will. I touched on it earlier this week, and I'll do it again here in uh, just a little bit. Right now, I want to tell you about BG Pro products, something I've become very familiar with over the past, what, three and a half decades, something like that, maybe even longer than that, uh, fell in love with BG products back in the racing days when I was driving race cars. We were always looking, obviously, for a competitive advantage, but you always want to extend the engine life, too. While the other guys are blowing up and headed to the pit area, you're still making laps. So we started to use BG in the race car and realized, wow, it does provide that kind of protection and extra fuel economy. If you can go two more laps without making a pit stop, aha, now you really got it up on the competition. And that's exactly what uh, we found BG to do on the, on the racetrack. So I said, I'm going to start using the street vehicles. And, man, has it been a proven winner for us. You don't have to go to any special shop. You don't buy it off the shelf at Walmart or anything like that. You get it done wherever you have your oil changed. Just ask them to do that for you, okay? Just uh, just do that. Whenever you go in, just say, do the BG service Trey's been talking about on the radio, and they'll do it for you. That's BG. Find a shop dot. Party cloudy at 91 at KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. 1971. Where were you in the summer of 71? Were you sipping some hot chocolate? Mmm, you sexy thing. Play it, son. I believe in miracles. Where you from? Funky Friday. Funky Friday. Okay, let's go to the phones. 210-599-5555. John, you're on. Good morning, John. Good morning, Trey. You know, one thing that bugs me, the FBI and the uh, DOJ has come up with this uh, term, seditious conspiracy for the January 6th people. When yeah. In fact, when in fact, isn't that what the FBI, Schiff, and all those others actually 
were committing against Donald Trump, the duly elected president in 2016. That's a 100%. Yes, sir. That's exactly right. Uh, he addressed that, and uh, we'll, we'll get to that sound, but he addressed the fact that for his entire presidency he was he was hounded like that. And, John, you're 100% right. I mean, the, the head of all that was James Comey, remember? Yes, sir. Um, I appreciate your call. Have a good weekend. Uh, yeah, James Comey was the head of that seditious conspiracy, in my in my view, trying to overthrow a duly elected president of the United States. Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party funded it. All these people, I, when this all came out in the Durham report and everything, I said at that time, and I'll just kind of retread some stuff here, um, I said at that time that these people need to be in jail for treason. Now, we used to hang people who committed, you know, there were traitors and treason. We don't do that anymore, but these people need to be in jail because that's exactly what they were doing. They were committing, in my view, treason against the United States for a duly elected president to be overthrown the way they attempted to do it. The money came from Hillary Clinton and the DNC. The scheme came from Hillary. It was carried out. Guys like John Brennan, James Clapper, uh, uh, Comey, uh, and, and, of course, the FBI guys that we've talked about so many times. And it's been completely swept under the rug by the media and all the other forces that are out there. And I'm going to tell you something. And, and if you disagree with me, feel free to, to call 210-599-5555 and let me know that you disagree. But I think there's a fair number of Americans who feel like Donald Trump was cheated out of a second term because of the actions of these people, and they're ready to put him back in as president so that he can complete the job that he was participating in, that he was, that he was attempting to do. And there's a fair number of independents that feel the exact same way, that he was cheated, and it's time to, to put him back into office. All right, Jimmy, let's go back to some of the sound. You, Jimmy, you were telling me that you did some, some breakdown of some more of the conversation with, with Sean. Yeah, this one's uh, talking about him being able to fix stuff within six months and not eight years. Okay. Uh, a little bit about the border and also the petroleum reserves. Okay. So well, here we go. How quickly can you, can you shift gears and move this country? Okay. I think very quickly. Let, let me just say, so I heard... The sanctus saying, oh, well, I get eight years, I get eight years, he gets four. You don't need four and you don't need eight. You need six months. Within six months, I said, within six months, this can be done. Other than, other than, you don't need eight years. And frankly, I wouldn't vote for him because he said, you need eight years, you need six months. We're going to drill, we're going to get our energy down. When the energy comes down, other things come down. And we're going to take care of things. We're going to immediately close up the border. We had the, we had the greatest border. We had the safest border in the history of our country. Now we have the worst border in the history of the world. There's no, and I say this during rallies. We love our rallies. But I say it during, there's never been a third world country that allowed people to pour into a They'd stand there with sticks and stones if they had to. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, uh, before we play cut number two on nuclear weapons, which we'll talk about here, and we'll let him talk about in a second, that's the Trump that turns people on. The Trump that goes after Kaylee McEnany and does all the name calling is a, is a turnoff. And I got to tell you, if he's going to win next year, he's going to have to win independence. He's already got the MAGA crowd. He's already got conservatives. That's already wrapped up. I think that's a done deal, right? If he's the nominee, those people are going to vote for him. 
but he's going to have to have some independence. He's got to drag some of them back across the line like he did in 2016. He's got to be able to do that. And picking on Kaylee McEnany and calling her names and whatever is not going to get the job done. What you just heard him do right there, that's going to get the job done. And and some more here. Uh, he, he, of course, talking about Ukraine, our situation in Ukraine and what's going on with that. And he's talking about nuclear weapons and annihilation. Listen to this. Cut number two. I say this. I think it's the most serious time and the most dangerous time right now in the history of our country. We have nuclear weapons on lots of different areas. Uh, we have Russia. We have North Korea. We have Iran is going to soon have one. That should have never happened. I had that set up. We would have made that deal within a week after the election, and they would have never had a nuclear weapon. But nobody picked it up because I terminated the Iran nuclear deal. He's right. He's absolutely right. In fact, in cut number three, he continues to talk about the dangers that we're facing right now as a country. But this is the most dangerous time in the history of our country because of the power of the weaponry. And we have somebody that doesn't understand what's happening. And it's a very dangerous thing. It's a very bad thing. Uh, I mean, some really bad things. If you would see, and I got to see it, if you would see the power of what we're talking about, this is an army tanks going back and forth shooting at each other. This is something that's a whole different place. This is annihilation of the world, literally. The power is so, so horrible. And when you look at the current president, you listen to the current president, you actually occupant of the White House, he's not the president. President in name only. He's a Pino. When you hear that and you see him face plant in front of the world numerous times, not just once, not tripping over his shoelace once, numerous times, and you hear the gibberish that comes out of his mouth, and you compare that to what we just heard from somebody who obviously has a handle on what's going on in the world, there is no comparison. We'll take a break. I have more sound from that. And I want to hear from you this morning at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Here at the Almond Joy. Listen on my smart device all the time. Get Ware and Rima wherever you get your favorite podcast. I feel nice. A sugar and spice. I feel nice. A sugar and spice. The Godfather. Yeah. Hoping you're feeling good. Feel good Friday. Trey Ware here on KTSA. Sean is off today. He'll be back on Monday. Let's go to phones at 210-599-5555. Let's just dive right to your phone calls. And line one is Katie. Good morning, Katie. You're on KTSA. Happy Friday. Good morning. I just wanted to say uh, I agree with everything you're saying except for one thing. I don't. I know, at least for my husband and I, um, by Trump going after Kaylee especially and even DeSantis, the things he's he's saying towards him, um, it's really kind of pushing my husband away from him, which really sucks because we both believe in everything he did. But he really needs to stop going after them, in my opinion. And I think well, I, I don't think you did. People out there that feel the same. 
Katie, I don't think you disagree with me. I've said that from the very beginning, that um, that's the worst thing he can be doing is going after uh, these people. He needs to level his guns at, of course, verbally, at the president. He needs to focus on what the Democrats are doing to destroy this country. It's just it shows a lack of class when you take on somebody like Kayleigh McEnany. I guess, you know, um, Ron DeSantis is fair game because he's in the race and he's a politician, so he's fair game. She's not, and it's, it's, it's a lack of class as far as I'm concerned but what he what he did last night and the things that he talked about last night were right on he did a good job yes absolutely agree yeah uh, now we're on the exactly same page right. yep all right Katie thank you I appreciate it yeah we're on the same page we, we agree uh let's go to line two and Vic you're on KTSA with Trey good morning Vic good morning oh I remember your dad I saw him in person at a <laughs> Stock hop in LaGrange many years ago. It was wonderful. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, the reason why they don't pull the 25th Amendment, Nancy Pelosi said we but working on that while she was still in the office. But uh-huh. they're not pulling because they don't trust Kamala. Oh, you're talking about the Democrats. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, uh, there's all kinds of theories about this. Yeah, go ahead. I think they don't trust Kamala Harris as president. Because if they did, it would have pulled. That's my theory. Well, well, Vic, let me tell you something. And thank you for your remembrances of, of my dad. I appreciate the the call. Have a great weekend. I let me tell you something about that though. Uh, Kamala would be the same as Joe. Of course, you know, <laughs> she supposedly knows what day it is. She's just too dumb to realize anything else about herself. You know, she just she she's she's airhead. <laughs> That's exactly what she is. But that's the perfect kind of useful tool, a useful idiot in the hands of these people. I'm telling you. No, it has nothing to do with her race. Get off that. It has nothing to do with her gender. Get off that. She's just a useful idiot. And that's exactly what Obama and this crowd that's running the country into the ground is looking for. So she may fit the bill perfectly for them. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I, but look, Joe's not physically or mentally capable of doing the job. He falls every time he takes a step. Uh, they can't cover for him forever. And I'll say it again. I just I have some serious doubts that he's going to be the nominee for the Democrat, uh, Democrat side because he can't campaign. There's no way this guy can get out and run the campaign schedule that they have to run. He couldn't do it in 2020, and he certainly can't do it in 2024. Let's go to line three. And, John, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Friday, John. Happy Friday, Trey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned earlier the seditious conspiracy against Trump. You just mentioned how Joe Biden's basically a walking zombie. And yet, Donald Trump is not the occupant of the White House. He was the most powerful man in the world. And if he was cheated, duped, conspired against, he wielded nearly unlimited power and still couldn't retain that seat. It's time for someone new. He obviously wasn't up to the job. Well, now, John, hang on just a minute. What was uh, what was the interest rates like when he was president? Extremely artificially low, which is wrong. It was the same way in 2008, 2009. It was designed to get us out of the financial crisis. Uh, what, what was the price of gasoline? Very low because, again, we had very low interest rates. The Fed kept artificially low as a legacy of the financial crisis. Well, you, you can say artificially all you want to, but you know economics as well as I do, and the economic principles that were put into place during Donald Trump's years paid off. There was no doubt about that. Also, what about the wars? Was Ukraine going on? 
Yes, the Russians were in Donbass starting in 2014 all the way through uh-huh. 2022, and they uh-huh. invaded well, Ukraine proper. Okay. Was it going on to the tune of how many billions of dollars have we sent uh, to Ukraine right now? Was it going on to that extent during Donald Trump's years? I, I don't agree with that, but that, uh, that's not the point. He lost well, well, the no, seat. But, but here is the point. No, okay, okay. You want to talk about losing the race. You know he was conspired against. You know that that the that it was cheated in 2020. Uh, you know that they're going to try to cheat it again in 2024. We can all say that because we've seen the, the evidence of all of that now. I know you don't like him. I understand that. But i got to tell you, it, with if you're going to argue your points, let's argue through intellectual honesty here and not and, – and not, and, and I do the same thing. I, I look at this guy from, from two different angles. There are things that he does that I like, and there's things that he does that I extremely dislike, and I try to tell you guys when that happens. But in all honesty, in all honesty, our country was in much better shape under him than it is right now. Well, yeah, but my house is under, it was in a lot better condition before it was lit on fire. That's not a great comparison. It is a great comparison because because if we had four more years of Donald Trump, do you believe we would be where we are now? But we don't have four more years of Donald Trump because of Donald Trump. We have the no, not because of Donald Trump. No, no, not because of him. Because of what they did behind the scenes. John, we're not going to agree on it. We'll agree to disagree. Thank you for the call. I hope you have a great weekend. I do appreciate it when you call because that's what we do here. We allow the opposition, the other side, to get in here. We just disagree on on the fundamentals of what happened during the Trump presidency and how 2020 was was lost. But that's okay. We can disagree, still be great Americans, and move forward. I do believe you're a great American, John. Thank you. Let's go to line one. And Alex, you're on KTS say with trey happy friday alex hi good morning trey i want to thank you for all the work you do for everybody not one person everybody buddy and the bottom line trump doesn't have to do this the guy is set for life that's right right. you have a good you have a good weekend man right the heck out of betsy Bye-bye. <laughs> so good to hear from you, Alex. You make my day when you call. <laughs> I really appreciate hearing from you. 210-599-5555. Sean's off today. He'll be back uh, next week. Uh, we'll continue to move forward with your calls. I want to tell you about River City Oral Surgery. And my friend, and yours too, Dr. Mark Havercorn. You may not know him yet, but you need to know him. What a great oral surgeon Dr. Havercorn is. and What a wonderful practice he has uh, at River City Oral Surgery. And when it comes to oral surgery, this man is unlimited in what he can do. And he's not one of these traveling salesman kind of guys that goes from El Paso to up to Dallas and over to Houston, Louisiana. Nope, he's right here in San Antonio to take care of your oral health. If you need teeth taken out, if you need uh, implants put in, if you really want to replace those missing and broken teeth because you're hiding your smile, nobody should ever walk around hiding a smile. You ought to flash them, you know, big time when somebody whips out a camera, just smile big. But if you're afraid of doing that because you're embarrassed, get in touch with my friends over at River City Oral surgery and they'll help you they are wonderful at doing this and what i really love about him is something you've heard me talk about sean talk about jack talk about we've all talked about his transparency the fact that when you log on to the website rivercityoms.com you're going to know the prices there's none of this stuff about insurance companies sending you a bill weeks or months later and you got to try to hang on to money and whatever no you know what you're going to pay before you ever make your appointment log on and see it for yourself RiverCityOMS.com. Trey Ware for Noble Gold Investments at Noble Gold. Voice their opinion. You talk. We listen. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
Come on. Aretha. Mm-hmm. The Chain of Fools. 749 now, 550 KTSA FM 1071, the Treyware page, KTSA.com is where and right on. And uh, uh, so what happened out here in Converse? Is somebody out there won the Powerball? Does anybody know how much it was? I'm just curious. I just saw that somebody in Converse won the Powerball. I know it wasn't me, so but I'm just curious how much it was. Hey, let's take a few more calls. I got a comment about the debt ceiling I, I want to make here in a second. And if we have time before the hour is over, I'm going to talk a little bit more about these retailers that are sexualizing our children. And uh, take your calls on that. And anything else you want to talk about, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let's start off by talking about the debt ceiling vote that passed the Senate last night. Oh, you're shocked. I know. Can't believe that happened. Ah, wow. Couldn't see that one coming. 63-36 was the final vote in the Senate last night. It now goes over to the president, el presidente. And uh, away we go. Solves nothing. That in, in, uh, invites more reckless spending. You know, and I know the answer to this problem, that we're never going to get out of these Washington politicians because they're all a bunch of damn thieves. We need a balanced budget amendment. We need a spending cap bill turned into a law. That's what we need. They're not going to do that because they use your money and mine to buy their votes for their own little special interest stuff and to funnel money. It's just the biggest money laundering operation, D.C., is funnel money to their friends and their donors. Is Paul back? All right, let's go, let's go, to, uh, let's go to line two. And, Paul, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. What's on your mind? Good morning, Trey. Good morning, good morning. And, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of good opinions this morning. I, I, don't, I don't agree with Trump being the way he is, but I will say this. Our speaker yes. has been a colossal failure, and he's right yes. to target him. And I would much rather have Mr. Dan Patrick as our governor than our lieutenant right now. And that's all of my personal opinions I'll give. But I will tell you, I constantly do agree with you, Sean, as well. I miss him today. Um, and for what it's worth, Trey, most of my elders knew your elders and your brothers. So keep doing what you're doing as the San Antonio heart and soul that you are. Because we love you all the way from the Hill Country in Spring Branch and Fredericksburg all the way down to Seguin and parts in you're between. Very, you have a wonderful you're, day. You're very, very kind, Paul. Thank you so much. Um, and I agree with you on the speaker. One million percent. Boy, you just opened the door I was going to go through, so thank you for doing that. Let's talk about the speaker for just a minute, because the debt ceiling vote, you know, he, he came up with it. He was the one that was largely responsible for negotiating some of the crapola that we see in this debt ceiling uh, bill, like putting it off until after the 2024 presidential election. This is something that needs to be dealt with here and now. And Kevin McCarthy is a huge disappointment for not dealing with this and continuing. He's got to grow up here and stand up and say, we are going to stop right here. We're not going to kick this can down the road anymore. And I explained during the entire thing for weeks on end, the United States was not going to default. That's a damn lie. We were not going to default. We have enough coming in every day and every week to pay the interest on the loan, and all you have to do is stroke the interest, and then you come back with a balanced budget amendment, introduce an actual balanced budget amendment to the Constitution of the United States, and spending cap law. Do them both. That way you've got a backstop. 
And that's the way you get these people under control. But Kevin McCarthy's not going to do that because he's right in there to do this as well. He wants to spend the money too. He's got friends and donors he's got to make sure that they're, they're very happy and taken care of with your taxpayer dollars. <laughs> you know it. You know that's exactly what this is. And you know I'm right when I said this is the biggest money laundering scheme on planet Earth, Washington, D.C. is. It, it truly is. But let me give you another example here. I have before me the Senate votes to kill the $400 billion student loan handout and sets up a fifth Biden veto. Now, this is the thing where the president is pushing this. We're going to cancel your student debt. There's no such thing as canceling debt. It's, again, what we talked about months ago when this was the hot issue. It's transferring debt. <laughs> it's taking it from the liberal you know, weak-kneed pansies out there that went to these stupid colleges and universities to learn how to hate America and putting it on the backs of plumbers and truck drivers who are working hard every day. That's exactly what this is. Call it what it is. It's Robin Hood. It's taking it from the wealthy, the, the debt, from the wealthy, and putting that debt on, on blue-collar folks who are just trying to work every day. You staring at red brake lights right now, trying to bust your butt on a Friday. That's who it's putting it on, and it's criminal. So in the Senate, you know, they joined the House because the House did it not that long ago where they're scrapping this, and Joe Biden says he's going to veto it because, of course, it's vote buying. And he figures that if he, quote, forgives the debt, the school debt, then, oh, boy, all those you know college-age kids are going to vote for him. They're not going to vote for you, sir. You're numb nuts. They, you have nothing for them. They're going to set it out if you're the choice. But that's what Democrats do. Now, here's where I'm leading with the Speaker of the House. The mortgage rate increase on those with good credit is in effect right now. It went into effect beginning of May. So if you have good credit and you get a mortgage, you have to pay more to buy down the note of people whose credit sucks. You, you, if you have good credit, you're paying now to buy points down on those people who have bad credit because Joe put that into effect. Well, let me ask the Speaker of the House of Representatives, where is the bill to cancel that? Where is it? In fact, Mr. McCarthy, where are the bills to cancel everything this president is doing? Why don't we have legislation coming every day out of the House of Representatives? Well, trade will never pass in the Senate. I don't care what the Senate does. So what? The House of Representatives represents us. They're the closest to us. That's why there's 438 of them. And they're to do our bidding. Now, do the job that we sent you to do, which means counter this nut job at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. He's a nut job. Can't, cancel him out. Every time he does something with his pen, whether that is to cancel the XL pipeline, to put more windmills in the Gulf of Mexico, how stupid is that, to force you to drive an EV by raising the price of your gas-powered car, or forgiving loans for people who got, got loans or charging people extra for their home loans so he can pass that money on to people who have terrible credit. McCarthy, you should be filing bills all day, every day, never taking a day off, seven days a week that cancels out everything he does. His next breath, 
his next move, his next meal, his next fall on a stage, his next bike ride, cancel everything, follow him around, and file legislation that cancels everything this nut job does. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. In an interesting passage in the Sermon on the Mount, you think that kiddos should be allowed to go to the local strip club over here and watch strippers. Do you think that they ought to, um, kiddos ought to be able to go into the the sex store over here on the loop, go in there and see all the sex stuff? You think that ought to be okay? Um, do we, do we have, well, let me put it another way. What is the purpose of having the laws that prevent that? Why, why, do we, why do we have laws on the books that say a kiddo cannot go into this strip club over here? Why do we have that? Why, why do we have laws that say you can't send a sexual picture to a kid? Why do we have that? What's the purpose of it? We are now in what is called commonly Pride Month, right? Because everybody gets a month except straight white guys. They don't get a month. But everybody else gets a month. So, you know, we're having Pride Month right now. And Pride Month is not about gays anymore. It's about this whole drag, trans nonsense that's going on out there. It is nonsense. If you believe it, that's your thing. That's that's the beauty of America. You can believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe removing your penis and putting on a, a dress and, and makeup makes you a girl any more than I can be a whale or an elephant or anything else. Six foot five black basketball player. I'm never going to be that. I don't care how, how many times I tell myself I am. It's never going to happen. And you, sir, are never going to be a woman. But if you want to to do that, that's the beauty of America. But also the beauty of America is I don't have to buy off on that. <laughs> Leave me the hell alone. I don't have to buy into that. Quit trying to force me to believe it. Stop it. Go on about your business and leave me alone. But mo- most importantly, leave the children alone, which you people in that community seem to have a hard time doing. I don't know why you're targeting it. Well, I do kind of, I do know why you target the kids. I went through the white paper a couple of weeks ago and explained it from the people who came up with the Drag Time Story Hour. They're not reproducing, folks. They can't reproduce. It's an impossibility. So they've got to recruit. Not reproduce, recruit. They can't reproduce. They've got to recruit. And that's what this is all about. And then they they went into this whole thing about how they believe they can collapse capitalism by destroying the traditional family and blah, 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 whatever. But why do we have those laws? If we're going to say it's okay for Target to have chest-binding clothes for a three-month-old, and Target isn't the only one that's shoving this agenda and sexualizing our children. J. Cruz, Old Navy, Kohl's, Walmart, Baby Gap, Carter's, they all have this junk in their store to sexualize our children. 
Or you can go to public libraries all across America who have drag time story hour and stripping shows in front of kids. If you go online, you just a simple Google search, and you can find all that crapola going on, setting a chair out in the middle of the room like at a bachelorette party, and a drag queen strips on top of a seven-year-old. Do you think that's all right? If it's not all right to take them over here to Megaplex or to any of these strip clubs or any of that kind of nonsense, if, it, if it's not okay to do that, then why is it okay for them to go to the public library and do it? Why is it okay for them to go to the school and do it? Why is it okay for you to go to Target? And why aren't these people, just as you're arresting the guys who are sending lewd pictures to somebody he thinks is a 15-year-old, you're arresting the teacher for sending lewd pictures to a student of hers. If you're going to arrest them, why aren't you arresting the people that are being involved in sexualizing our children the way they're doing through all the trans drag nonsense why aren't you arresting them you got a little bit of a double standard going on here oh yeah we need to stand up we need to come together as a community and stand up to these people and say leave our children alone and that means standing up to the president too because he says if you don't do this then you're a sinner yeah you're a sinner if you don't do this that you need to buy off on this and you need to sexualize children as well. Let me ask you a question, and then I'm coming to you, Mike, and I've got two lines open right now at 210-599-5555. If our children aren't something that we can unite around and, and be together on as a nation, because we've never been more divided than we are right now, we are so divided in this country. And if our children aren't something that we can stand up for together, then what what else could we possibly unite around? Then, then all hope is lost, isn't it? I don't care what stupid label you wear, whether you call yourself a Republican, Independent, Democrat. I don't care. Those labels are meaningless now. But whatever one you choose to wear... <laughs> Can't we say we're defenders of children? And just like we don't want the children to be drugged into a strip club for somebody to wag their stuff in front of a kid, we don't want the drag queens doing the same thing in a public library. Now, that's my two cents. Give me yours, 210-599-5555. Let's go to the phones and line one. And, Mike, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Friday, Mike. Okay, how you doing? Um yeah, I'm not gonna touch on. I'm not gonna touch on the kids situation. Uh, you know how I feel about the kids. I don't. I don't approve of that type of behavior. And none of this. It really. It clearly says in the Bible everything you need to know about the transgender and all that. So it's, those people got. Those people got a one way ticket to you nowhere. But uh, here, here's how it goes uh, with the, uh, Joe Biden. Hey, let me let me ask you something, Trey. How do you yes, think? Sir. How do you think the man in North Korea, China, and Vladimir Putin in Russia? What do you think they? What do you think they think when they see uh, Joe Biden walking off the stage and falling flat on his face? Uh, do, do you think that puts fear? Do you think that puts fear in these countries to make them not want to uh, take aggression toward America? This guy here it shows nothing but weakness for America. He's a complete embarrassment. And uh, like I said, the sad part about the whole deal is that we still got another year and a half. You 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 see what's going on in New York City. All those people, I, I told you this a couple of weeks ago, Trey, those people are supposed to be coming to the United States looking for work. They got those people in $500 a night hotel rooms. Those people are trashing the rooms. They're having a party, having a good time. They're not looking for no jobs. And Joe Biden continue to tell his lie to the American people. 
that they're coming to America looking for work, and and and, and that's not what they're doing. Like I said, it, it just makes me sick every time I see Joe Biden on my television screen. And like I said, it's, it's real it's, it's real funny to me. Hopefully he'll fall out flat on his face again in the next couple of days. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it very much. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Well, first of all, to answer your original question about what do uh, you know, what what do our enemies uh, think when they see him faceplant, or they listen to the gibberish that comes out of his mouth, like what we played for you yesterday? Uh, they see opportunity. That's what they see, and that's why they're on the move. <laughs> that's why China is now set up to attack Taiwan uh, and take back Taiwan because they know this guy's not going to do anything. This guy can't do anything. Uh, same thing with Ukraine. Although I happen to believe Ukraine is a big money laundering operation, dumping all of our weapons and money into Ukraine right now. And I'm sure that it's finding its way back to some very nice pockets here in the United States. But, uh, yeah, for sure, uh, that's what they see is, is opportunity. And they laugh. And they, and they rub their hands together in glee and, and delight when they see this kind of thing go on. He has no more business being in the White House. Uh, he he is there as a pino. He's a president name only. We all know that. That is very, very clear. Uh, you're right. The shame of it is we, we have another year and a half, maybe, if his health holds out. Uh, but I'm not even convinced that he's going to make it through this term, much less have, have more of a term based on how many times he falls. I mean, the real shame of all this is, this is not funny, and this is not for, for us to be uh, mocking him over. I know some some want us to do that, and some think it's funny and all that. I don't think it's funny. I don't think elder abuse is funny at all. I've had old people in my life before, and I plan on being an old guy one time, and this is not funny at all, and shame on his wife and the people in his circle for doing this to him. That's how power-hungry these people are. They can't stand the fact that they may be, be out of power, which, as we know now, equals one thing to them, and that's money. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a quick break, and your calls coming up next. Trey Ware, KTSS. There's only one way to assure bugs and terms. Call an earful of information. Driving the news cycle. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. It's Funky Friday. Good morning, Trey Ware. It's Ware and Rima. Sean is off until Monday, 210-599-5555. New poll out survey asked uh, people, uh, which of these two Republicans do you think has the best chance of winning the 2024 general election for president? And by, by, not even close, uh, Donald Trump wins uh, over Ron DeSantis. It, and it's not even close. It's uh, 60 to 30 percent or, or, you know, less than that. So, uh, Republicans are definitely feeling like uh, Donald Trump has has the best chance of winning. Um, I, you know, I've said this many times on this show. Uh, Ron Santos was somebody I began following a couple of years ago, and his policies that he was putting in place in Florida rock. He's great at that. I don't, I don't know how great he's going to be campaigning on the on the on the big stage. Uh, he doesn't seem to have that intangible you know that that killer instinct now he did show a little bit of it last night when he was asked about uh you know why aren't you taking any questions and he said are you blind of course i'm taking questions but it's going to take somebody with that guts to be able to stand up that's what the american people are looking for again just as in 2016 when we're looking for a defender somebody who's going to fight all this crapola that they're doing and that's what we're looking again for in 2024 now 
as far as Trump is concerned, if you've listened to me any length of time, you know my feelings about Donald Trump. For those who haven't, I, I, there's things I love about him and things I don't like about him, right? Uh, most recently, I criticized him on going after Kaylee McEnany. I don't think she's the enemy. Focus on the enemy, sir. Ha- have one thought, and that's the enemy. Uh, you can criticize Ron DeSantis because he's fair game. He's in the race. Kaylee's not in the race. You know, she's she's nothing as far as somebody you ought to be criticizing. But if he does what he did last night with Hannity on this town hall, there is no way other than cheating, okay, there is no way that Joe Biden can campaign up against, no way Kamala Harris can campaign up against this, uh, what what he did last night. Let's go through some of these cuts, Jimmy. Let's start at number six, when Sean Hannity asked him, you know, how long is it going to take you to fix what Joe Biden has screwed up? Listen to this. How quickly can you can you shift gears and move this country I think very quickly. Let me just say, so I heard DeSantis saying, oh, well, I get eight years, I get eight years, he gets four. You don't need four and you don't need eight. You need six months. Within six months, I said, within six months, this can be done. Other than, other than, you don't need eight years. And frankly, I wouldn't vote for him because he said, you need eight years, you need six months. We're going to drill. We're going to get our energy down. When the energy comes down, other things come down. And we're going to take care of things. We're going to immediately close up the border. We had the, we had the greatest border. We had the safest border in the history of our country. Now we have the worst border in the history of the world. There's no, and I say this during rallies. We love our rallies. But I say it during, there's never been a third world country that allowed people to pour into a They'd stand there with sticks and stones if they had to. Those are the things right there that the American people care about. Let's go to cut number eight with him discussing more on our oil and uh, and the part it plays in American life. And we had it 75, think of it, 75 million barrels, and I bought it for peanuts. And Congress, I had to fight Congress, and the pricing was so crazy and so good. And we needed a place because we had so much. So we started filling up. This guy comes along, and he takes it. For automobiles, for people, so they before the election, so the price could keep down. Now it's totally empty. It's it's the emptiest I think it's been in 50 years, down and it's so sad. And by the way, the price is still very high. I don't think gas went over three dollars a gallon, if I'm not mistaken, when you were when you were president as an average. We had it down to dollar eighty-seven. We actually had a little period of time where we. Let me jump in here. Thank you, Jimmy. Let me jump in here because I took a picture on Inauguration Day of the pump. I filled up at a shell, which was, you know, more expensive, right, than, say, a Valero or somewhere like that. And I paid $1.59 on on Inauguration Day, $1.59. This is the stuff that Americans care about. This is the stuff that Americans want to see us return to. We also have been pouring a lot of our resources. We have been emptying our our uh, military, our might into Ukraine, in which I happen to believe uh, is a money laundering operation, um, a, a war of choice, not a war of necessity. And I also happen to believe that if Donald Trump were president, number one, we wouldn't be involved in this war. But number two, NATO would be carrying a whole lot more than 2% of this burden. You add all of the NATO countries up right now, the ones who this, quote, war is happening at their doorstep, you add them all up, and they're contributing 2%. 
we carry the rest of the load. And as things sit right now, this is the most perilous time. I want to go to cut number two. This is the most perilous time that we, no, cut number three, the most perilous time that we have faced as a nation. I think in, in my lifetime now, I, I was barely born when Bay of Pigs and all that was going on in the tumultuous time of, of the 60s. But with China on the move the way they are and being a nuclear power, with Vladimir Putin having nukes the way he does and now Iran, we're in a tight spot. Here's what Trump had to say about it. But this is the most dangerous time in the history of our country because of the power of the weaponry. And we have somebody that doesn't understand what's happening. And it's a very dangerous thing. It's a very bad thing. Uh, I mean, some really bad things. If you would see, and I got to see it, if you would see the power of what we're talking about, this is an army tanks going back and forth, shooting at each other. This is something that's a whole different place. This is annihilation of the world, literally. The power is so, so horrible. What I'd like to point out is several times a week on this show, I have sound from Joe Biden, and it's pure gibberish. You cannot make out what he's talking about. It's, it's completely uh, inaudible. I mean, it makes no sense. I mean, I was talking yesterday as we were playing some sound from him, and it just was, you, you couldn't understand a thing he was saying. And I said, it's like in the 70s when we used to listen to backward masking and music to hear the Satan stuff in there. Remember that? That's what this guy sounds like. Talking about Joe Biden. And then he falls. Going upstairs in an airplane, falls off a bike, falls on the stage yesterday at a commencement exercise at the Air Force Academy. The guy can't even stand up. And that's why I tell you, I'm not real sure he's going to be their nominee and be the guy that's going to – he's not going to be the guy that's going to carry the ball across the line for the Democrats. There is no way he can stand on a stage and go toe-to-toe with the man that you just heard right there. He's got a grasp of the facts. He knows what needs to be done. He's speaking, by the way, to most Americans, not the friend, the lunatic fringe out there who thinks we ought, ought to be waving rainbow flags and walking around and pretending like we're the opposite sex. That's not who he's talking to. He's talking to Americans whose kitchen table issues are completely out of line with what the Democrats and the Democrat Party has been pushing, okay? We'll, we'll talk more about that. 210 I'll take your calls after the break. Let's say about Uvalco and the Mahindra Roxor. Most of you here in Texas know that Mahindra is a great tractor name, of course. They've been building tough tractors for a long time, and their turbo diesel is just unbeatable. Well, that turbo diesel from Mahindra is in their brand-new Roxor UTV. This is a, the only side-by-side UTV I would consider. It is strong. It's tough. It's 100% steel construction, just like the Willys Jeeps back in the wartime. That's what it looks like, as a matter of fact. You're going to love the look. You're going to love the feel. You're going to love the power. You're going to love the styling. Everything about the Mahindra Roxor at Uvalco. You can see it online at uvalco.com or better yet, take a drive to Uvalde or Castroville or Bernie and test. do what I did and test drive one. Okay? And when you fall in love and when you buy it, make sure you mention Trey at KTSA because they're going to give you $300 to accessorize it however you want to. You want to put deer blind in the back? Okay. No problem. You want gun racks back there because you plan on taking it to the deer lease? Right on. You want lights of all kinds, LED lights all over the thing? Absolutely. You want the big tires? You bet. 
They can dress it up, trick it out, however you want it done, and you're going to love this thing. I tried to mess it up. <laughs> I really did. I drove it up on rocks, a huge rock pile. I drove it down into a, a riverbed creek, tried to get it stuck in the mud. I couldn't mess it up. You're going to love it. And because it is the Mahindra diesel engine, and they're the turbo diesel, it's got all the power you could want, all the low-end power you could ever need. But it's also going to last a long time. It's not something that's going to be junky and throw away in a couple of years. Check them out. It's called the Roxor. It's available at Uvalco, uvalco.com. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your sweltering? It is traffic and weather together throughout the day. San Antonio's News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Wrapping up a week for Ware and Rima on KTSA. Sean will be back on uh, on Monday. Um, just a couple of real quick notes before I get out of here and start the weekend. Um, if you want to check out Glamour UK, there's this uh, person named uh, Logan Brown. Logan happens to be a woman. Uh, as you read Logan's story, you read about a very mentally ill, disturbed individual. That's exactly what Logan is. Uh, Logan admits to having a mental illness as as a younger person. Uh, Logan decided to have her breasts removed and to pretend that she's a man. And she came off of her testosterone and, wow, she got pregnant with her drag queen boyfriend, husband, who knows, whatever. whatever. As you read the words of this person, it's very clear that this person is not in their right mind. But this person, because he she dresses like a man <laughs> and pretends to be a man and is now a pregnant man, because that's the in vogue thing to do, ends up on the cover of a Glamour UK magazine because, you know, we got to push this stuff in your face at every turn. And again, I really don't care what Logan does. Logan can dress as a man. Logan had her breasts removed, all that stuff. But... With the big fat belly and the baby in the belly, the bun in the oven, it's quite clear that Logan's a girl. <laughs> and Logan's shocked. How did I get pregnant? I'm a man. No, Logan, uh, the harsh reality is for you and everybody else who's pretending uh, you're actually the sex you were born. And there's no way you can change that. And clearly the issue is between your ears. And if you just want to read the rantings of almost a lunatic, you can check it out. You can do, read it for yourself and check me on it. See if I'm wrong. Meanwhile, if you're a baby boomer, it's getting tough on baby boomers right now, 59 to 77 years old. Right now, 10,000 boomers reach retirement age every single day. That's 65 every day. Yet many of them can't retire. Biden inflation has made it so tough on retirees that many of them are having to go back to work and not just go back to work as a Walmart greeter or something like that, having to go back to work full-time just to pay the bills. Now, it wasn't that way when they retired. And they figured they had their nest egg, and they figured they were going to be okay. But along comes all this crazy inflation, up to 9% uh, last year. It's eased off a little bit now, but uh, uh, interest rates being what they are, people are paying a whole lot more in interest for anything that they're buying. So now older folks are having to go back to work. It's not supposed to be this way. <laughs> this is not the way. I mean, if you want to work into your old age, you, you should do that if, if you so choose. But it's not supposed to be this way. 
this is out of control. You know it's out of control. I know it's out of control. Most of America knows it's out of control. And we're going to have a chance to change all that very, very soon. Have a great weekend. I love you. I hope to see you here Monday at 5 a.m. Here's my son, Justin Ware, with Brian Vellante. I'll see you further up the road. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Don. Have a good weekend. Bye. Reality Check is brought to you by Steve.